0: You may have heard someone use the expression, I'm just loving life right now, man. It's crept up, not just for those who are happy in the moment, but as an almost religious expression of faith for many who fall into the spiritual but not religious camp. What do you believe? Well, I'm just loving life right now, man. It's always just loving life, too. Do you notice this? That just creeps in there, too, with that knowing head bob and that, you know, fake, humble smile as though no one has ever thought of this before, as though it's so simple, so straightforward, and yet no one has thought of it but that person you're talking to right at that moment. Just loving life, man. Well, let me tell you, loving life is a big part of what Jesus teaches us to do as Christians. Jesus went out of his way to care for the outcast in his day. We hear this a lot, but it's important to grasp. Jesus didn't hang out with the rich and powerful, but with people experiencing poverty, oppression, disfavor, and disease. In many cases, these were people who felt less than alive, who felt they couldn't offer anything, that they were worthless. After all, the people in power kept telling them that they were not as human as some other people at the top. The lowest of the low, in fact, were not allowed to make their own choices. They were owned as slaves by other people. This is the process of dehumanization, and for the record, it's not a good thing ever. Dehumanizing takes away a person's sense of being human, of being a beloved child of God. Jesus called out to those who had been pushed to the edges of society, those who feel less than human, and tells us explicitly that God is with us. God blesses those who are poor, who mourn, who are humble, who hunger and thirst for justice, God blesses the merciful, the pure-hearted, the peacemakers, and those who do the right thing even in the face of persecution. In each case, the script is flipped upside down and God's blessing restores relationship to the community. You see, when we act as God wants us to, we work to love life as a representative of how God is acting in the world, how God loves life in the world. But if we profess to love life and then fail to act in that way, we show rather our separation from God instead of our connection to God. That's why John the Evangelist writes, if anyone says, I love God and hates a brother or sister, they are a liar because the person who doesn't love a brother or sister who can be seen can't love God who can't be seen. And honestly, this is a part of why we Christians aren't viewed in the best of light these days. There's a lot of people who say they love God and then do nothing to help brothers or sisters in the world today. We spent too long telling people to believe in God without showing God's love of life in our daily life. If we can't love our brothers and sisters, our neighbors, or even random people we encounter along the way, how can we hope to point to God's love? Perhaps we ought to apply a part of the Hippocratic Oath to Christian living. First, do no harm. At any time you speak with someone, consider if what you're about to say is going to be helpful in building up the life of the community. Are you showing Jesus' love for the stranger, for the outcast, the orphan? If not, maybe it's best to take a moment of silent prayer for God to help find the better way forward in service to the community of God's love, for God to help you find the better way forward. You see, part of our faith is a belief in God acting not just at this time and place, but in all that has already happened, And all that will happen. Our community of faith isn't just those gathered in this room here today. Thank goodness that would be an awfully small community of faith. Our community of faith is linked through God across time and space. We are connected to everyone who has come before us and everyone who will follow after us. Whenever we come to the communion table, as we do today, we recognize a wider fellowship that is gathering at the table in the name of Jesus. It's not just us gathered there, but God, and through God, the rest of the church. We remember Jesus with God's children for generations to come, as well as our own ancestors in the faith. We reconnect with our brothers and sisters from all around the world, whether from the big steeple church downtown, or from the community gathering in Malawi, or the community huddled in a home in Hangzhou in China. On All Saints Sunday, it sometimes feels like the veil at the table is particularly thin, and we can just make out our loved ones and also the complete strangers that we haven't met yet, gathered together at the table. Our loved ones make an impact on the world even if just in how we remember them, as though there was anything just about memories. Our sadness at their absence shows that. But as we honor their memory and pass stories of their lives down to friends and family, we help to fulfill the joy of their lives. Now, not every story we tell is going to be a positive story, for not every action we take on this earth is a positive one. But we learn from the stories, both good and bad. Helping to see how God has been active in the world, loving life and living love. It's worth thinking about what stories of your life you want to pass on to others, either as an example or as a warning not to do the same. Some of us, that balance is going to be skewed more one way or another. Just loving life is great, but Christians are called to live love as well. When I served as an intern at Covenant Community Church in Louisville, Kentucky, we often sang a song in worship that I think shows what this means. It was written at the church by Landon Whitsitt, who is currently serving as a synod executive for the Synod of Mid-America, just north of us in Missouri and Kansas, if your Presbyterian geography of the United States isn't quite up to where that is. The song goes like this. We are all children of God, all different and all the same. We hug and we laugh, we sing and we dance and call each other by name. I play with my mom and my dad and the neighbor across the street. Who is my family and who are my friends? It's everyone I meet. We are all children of God, all different and all the same. We hug and we laugh, we sing and we dance and call each other by name. To live love, we must remember that we have not yet appeared as we will be as John the Evangelist puts it. That means that we should forgive mistakes, laughing together whenever possible. We hug and we laugh, forgiveness and laughter together. That we are called to live not the same life, but seeing different aspects of God in different people, all different and all the same. In order to be most like God, then, we need to be in community with each other. And that, in turn, means we need to find a way to honor our differences, but still talk openly about them, not just sweep them away, but talk about where we differ and why. When we sing and we dance, we rely on those differences to create a harmonious whole. A choir sounds much better with everyone singing in their own range, rather than everyone, for example, trying to sing the alto part. That's harmony, and harmony requires there to be different parts. Sometimes we sing in unison, but sometimes we sing in harmony. Dancing, too, requires difference. Different people doing different things at different times. Even if it's completely synchronized, you still need to be in different places on the floor. We can't occupy the same physical space. And as the old joke says, Ginger Roberts does everything Fred Astaire does, but backwards and in heels. Lastly, the song calls us to live love by getting to know each other, to call each other by name. When you know someone's name and you use it, that's important too, you acknowledge their humanity, their individuality, their being a child of God. This works against the forces of oppression and dehumanization That are so prevalent in the world. Even in the most dire of circumstances, knowing and using names helps to unite us into God's community. When we know each other well, it gets easier to see the challenges that others face and by helping others find ourselves overcoming our own challenges too. We are all children of God, all different and all the same. We hug and we laugh, we sing and we dance, and call each other by name. May God love your life, and may you live God's love. May Christ's love lead your life, and may you live Christ's love. May the Spirit carry the love of the lives before to your life, and may your life likewise be carried in love. Amen.